Welcome to the Fortinet 5G Security Talks podcast series. Listen in to learn more about the importance of security and 5G adoption. So I'm your host, Jessica Riccio, Vertical Marketing Manager here at Fortinet. And joining me today is Thorsten Yeager, our Senior Director in Systems Engineering for Telco and MSSPs. And during today's episode, we're going to discuss security for the Telco Cloud. So hi, Thorsten. Welcome to our podcast today and really thank you for joining us. Hi there and thanks for having me. So what I'm going to do, Thorsten, we're going to actually dive right into the topic. And for me, a good place to start is if you can just define for our listeners, what is the Telco Cloud and what's actually driving its adoption? Okay. Yeah, let's start with a a definition. Um, The Telco Cloud is supposed to be um, a new and unified platform serving multiple or or all use cases that are required to, to operate a Telco or offer services to customers. Um, It's also supposed to move into a new service view rather than having a product view. Um, Historically, the telco cloud or uh, the telco networks or telco services are very siloed. So each service, let's say clean pipe or packet core or internet gateway has its own separate full stack servers, network, the platform, operations, monitoring, and possibly security. Um, Now uh, now service is becoming more complex and need to span multiple of those silos. That's like talking to four different companies to get your service up and running. That that would take months. Users' expectation today, however, is instantaneous. You want stuff to have now. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the mood to buy a service at two o'clock in the morning, then you want to have it ordered exactly at two o'clock in the morning, and then it should be available right away. It's like Amazon and the likes like that. They, they set quite some desires here. So the drivers to have a telco cloud really is to gain massively in terms of uh, time to market, like things of think of hours instead of weeks lower uh, invest due to synergies and lower the operational expense due to synergies and uh, the high degree of automation. And an automation really is a mandatory uh, companion here. An important prerequisite um, is a high degree of standards. Otherwise, automation would be very uh, hard to achieve and wouldn't really be effective. Okay, thank you for that, Thorsten. And I find it really interesting that point that you made regarding how, you know, you can spin up services quite quickly uh, in the telco cloud. So with that being said, can you also provide for us uh, with more details on the key principles that actually make up the telco cloud? The, I would say the main principles or characteristics of a telco cloud are flexibility, standardization, um, service orientation, and automation. I think service orientation and automation, they go together quite well. And actually, I think they have to go together. Also, I didn't point out security separately. I, I strongly believe that security must be a part of a service or be a service on its own. But certainly... It's not optional and it can't be disintegrated. But 
let me let me uh, rewind to to take some of these uh, topics separately. The the flexibility I mentioned, <clears throat> telco clouds must be super flexible, uh, as the telco cloud needs to serve many many use cases. It also needs to be flexible where it runs. That could be in a local data center, like the traditional telco one, or in a thousand distributed edge locations or in a mobile private network location uh, in, in the customer premises or in public cloud or actually in all of them. The other one is um, the uh, rapid time to market. Um, as larger services consist of many other smaller services, those needs to be available easy, quickly and instantaneous as you would expect from the end-to-end -end service needs to be available and uh, quickly and instantaneous. Another point is the service view. And this pretty much like utilize what is there and what you defined, what you build and leverage it. So this is standardize on-service components and enhance those building blocks and as such enhance a wider service. Um, I, I give an example here. API security, for example, has become a mandatory security element. To me, it's like a next-gen firewall for uh, automation security or mesh-to-mesh -mesh communication. Um, this service, like the API security, is used everywhere. It's like protecting the operational API for the infrastructure, protecting the workload access, for example, a customer database query, uh, protecting next-gen signaling like the 5G service-based architecture or the N32 roaming, um, which is all API or HTTP2 um, calls. Obviously, there are some challenges, and I see the telco cloud develop pretty much on the rim of the available technology, so it's really bleeding edge. Um, a telco cloud is actually quite a bit of a leg spread, if you think about. It's super new technology. It's open by definition or open by nature, yet needs to stay operational and highly secure. Services have little time to be tested and validated for months. Um, so that goes against the, the rapid time to market. So even building a new service needs to be automated as good as possible. And this is where security must be part um, of from the beginning and cannot be an afterthought. So to your point, you know, you, you've touched upon the security element quite a few times now. And even at the beginning, I think you actually said that uh, security is not optional. So can you actually elaborate for our listeners on the importance and on the criticality of securing the telco cloud? Yeah, sure. Um because the telco cloud is a relatively new concept and it's also changing very rapidly and it's, it's breaking a lot of established methods. The factor time and the factor human experience is going away. And, and because of its new and different and rapid, uh, different and rapid changing, and there is little experience and it spans such a wide area, the attack surface is increasing multifold. And because 
of all is interwoven and connected, a single security issue become a very broad and serious issue. And agility is required, but it brings challenges as well. This is what, what everybody wants. Do the things quickly, do the things agile, apply changes very quickly, but there go some security uh, thoughts to it. One of the results of this is international concerns from standard bodies and authorities. So it, it apparently is a thing. Otherwise, uh, institutions like Etsy or the European 5G Security Toolkit or the NIST 5G IoT Security or the US government 5G and Beyond Act, they wouldn't exist. So, so apparently, um, it, it's not only from a very negative uh, view, but it, it seems to be such relevant that these uh, bodies uh, woken up. <clears throat> from a commercial perspective, a secure service must be positioned as such uh, as well, um, as, gaining, as it gains, needs to gain trust, winning enterprise customers. In the end, Telco or MS, MSSP wants to win customers using, using their services. And enterprise customers want this to happen in a most reliable and secure way, of course. The telcos or MSSPs have to be bleeding edge in the sense of security as well, not only from the, the obvious services they, they offer, but security has to adopt and follow very, very quickly. It's not something uh, they come historically from. Um, mm -hmm. It's something they have to learn into. So it's to some extent, it's a, it's, it's a learning experience and it's a learning curve, but it's a mandatory one. This is also why I think a service view is the only valid approach. Um, security has to tie into the process and workflows they define. And those are very complex and comprehensive workflows and processes. So for example, being part of a CICD deployment model, already when architecting a new service, you tie in and plan in the security element. I would, if I would use blunt words, I, I would think of you do all or you do, you do nothing. You, you can't have a service without security. It's like having a mobile phone service with no voice. Yeah, that's, that's not acceptable. Uh, likewise, an enterprise service with no security isn't acceptable. And 5G mesh-to-mesh -mesh service with no security is not acceptable. In operational terms, if you try to architect and deploy a service without security, the deployment will fail. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more and, and really appreciate you driving home, you know, the importance, the criticality of security. So, you know, before we take this episode to a close, if you can just provide our listeners with a practical example that demonstrates uh, the process. Yeah, let me think of um, <clears throat> a practical example, which I spoke about 5G core earlier. And from a distant view, or from a 10,000 meters view, mm -hmm. it, it is a service. Uh, likewise, it's probably the most complex uh, service I can think of in a, in a telco um, network. Now, this 
originally once very monolithic service is going to be highly distributed, different data centers, different clouds, different premises. But likewise, it's it's absolutely not static. It's super agile and it's always changing. Bits and pieces are changing. New services needs to be onboarded in in a matter of days rather than weeks or months. Pace is a is a is a key criteria. That let's let's say that very new cool IoT service, or I say that new business Pokemon, like sitting on the back of the Pokemon success, that wants to be on the network now and not tomorrow. Nobody wants to lose time and advantages. Um, that case literally needs to be pre-designed um, and architectured in a workflow and process like upfront. It needs to be thought into the telco cloud and not only when that service actually pops up and wants to sit on the network. So for our business Pokemon service, we need, let's say, we need a 5G core slice. We need access to information bases. We need storage, compute, security, uh, other stuff in, in the telco core. And then working with, a, with that cool new vendor, it's going to be staged in a development area. And this all happens like just really within few days. Like if you go to uh, another public cloud service and you, you just consume a service. Um, so this is being staged in the development area. The, the company can work on, uh, they, they can try things out, but always security is tied into. This probably is another service the telcos and MSPs has to grow into. It's like supporting the service developers and inventors and make their life as easy as possible. And having a development area and a staging area, which is mimics the real life very close, uh, becomes an important goal. And after automated testing and verification, it's being deployed and also later updated in, in a very agile way uh, following following all these 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 standards, that's probably one of the one of the example that would would talk about like days of uh, rapid uh, rapid go on a network. Those concepts work since a long time in the software and hardware industry. Technology wise, all the tools are there. Um, it ultimately requires something like a like a Bauhaus approach where architects from all the different disciplines work together towards the same goal. Great. Fantastic. Well, you know, thank you, Torsten, uh, for your insights and time today. I really think our listeners are going to come away uh, from this episode with not just a much better understanding of what is the telco cloud, but also the importance, you know, the criticality, as you stated, with regards to securing it. So to all our listeners out there, hope you enjoyed this episode and please stay tuned for new episodes from the 40net 5g security talks podcast thank you